Welcome to Wellington Phoenix. Turn up the heat on the top four race. We've got a Kiwi lighting up the Chicago fire. Might need a couple of cool heads in studio today to navigate this football inferno. Awesome water. Victor Waters, very appropriate. And Simon Plum. MLS season starts this weekend. So it means quite a few Kiwis are going to be in action uh, across the league. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we've, I think we've seen sort of an influx recently now with Winston Reid, of course, moving to the MLS of Kiwis going there and, and, you know, back to the stomping ground where, you know, people like Ryan Nelson made a name for themselves. So it's great to see. Mm. Glory days, ace. Duncan Outen, Simon Elliott. Simon Elliott, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's always been a quite a popular feeding ground for, for Kiwis that have been almost out to pasture a little bit. But um, I think all eyes will be on Winston Reid this week and hopefully he'll be fit and, and on the field. Nice contrast between Winston Reid and Elliot Collier, who's playing for Chicago Fire. They both had loan spells. Well, Reid's got a loan spell at Kansas. Collier had a loan spell at Memphis last year, and often the loan can be a bit of a death knell. But for him, he went out and pressed, scored a hat trick, well, a hat full of goals, mm. absolutely on fire. He's come back, signed a new deal with Chicago, mm. and now looking to um, rock into the new season after a fantastic preseason. Scored four goals in five games. I had a chat with him as well about making his All Whites debut last year. Yeah, I mean, it was a childhood dream come true. Um, pretty special moment putting on that jersey and then I got to come into the game against Ireland which was a uh, you know an amazing moment so yeah very very happy. Did it feel a little bit like playing with the Olay Academy 2.0 with all the players that you had out there for the All Whites? <laughs> yeah it was a bit um, you know playing with those those guys was awesome and awesome to it just felt natural you know like coming to the the whole New Zealand camp was just Everything we were doing was just what we were doing at Olay, just with uh, you know New Zealand internationals instead. And then to have a few Olay boys there with me was great. What does it say about the importance of the Olay Academy in Wellington, the fact that you've had so many people play together at age group levels and now at full international level? Yeah, I mean, Olay's, like, they've been saying it from the start and now the results are coming out that the best players you know in New Zealand that you know want to develop and be the best and achieve things at the you know world level of football uh, you got to go to Olay and you got to do things the way that, that it's been done at Olay. Um, New Zealand football has now you know been showing those results and um, you you can't deny what is going on at Olay is something you know special and amazing for the young Kiwi footballer. So you went on loan last year with Memphis what's the story now at Chicago? Yeah, so there's limited international spots uh, in the MLS and obviously me being from New Zealand makes me an international. So last season, um, we agreed, you know, the club and I agreed that it would be best for me to go on loan, get some games, get some experience, some goals, some confidence and all of that and uh, and see what happens when I come back. So, yeah, it was, it was a really good year for me to, you know, go out. I think I played... 29 games, something like that, and I had an injury in the middle of the season, so that was a bit unfortunate. Um, but, you know, th those things happen in football. Sometimes there can be quite a negative perception about going out on loan, but they can also be quite beneficial, can't they? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's um, it, it all depends on how you look at the loan. If, if you're someone who looks at being loaned as a negative, like, oh, well, it's not going to work out for me here, then obviously it's going to be a negative. But if you look at it like, okay, this is my chance to get game time, get experience, get confidence, get goals, you know, 
get things moving, improve, take that year to improve, um, then obviously you're going to have positive results. We saw quite a few mazy dribbling goals last year when you were on loan. It's quite different to see that sort of thing from someone your size, I, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I guess so, but you don't expect... Like, I wouldn't say I play like a six-foot-five, you know, beast of a man. I play more like that inverted winger. I'm, I'm you know, a bit of a dribbler and combine a combination player. I look for slip runs in behind and that kind of stuff. So, um, I don't know. I think maybe what I provide, it could be a little, you know, catch people off guard because just the way I play is not that, you know, back to goal, hold up forward type thing. So, yeah. Do you think that's one of your selling points for the All-Whites going into these games coming up, the fact that you do bring that little bit of something different? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think it's always nice to offer, you know, something different. Um, and, you know, I've, been playing the Ole style, which is now the way that the always want to play. So, you know, I, I know the way they want to play and um, yeah, I think so. So does it feel like we've got our own Peter Crouch in the mix to potentially bring off the bench for the All-Whites with Elliot Collier? 1.93 metres. He's got some size. So look, I think it also continues sort of a tradition of these tall sort of physical strikers that we seem to produce in New Zealand. Uh, Rory Fallon was another example of, of a player of that sort of, um, you know, uh, physique. So look, it's obviously something that we naturally develop in New Zealand and, you know, it's a weapon we've got to use. Mm. Moving on to the Phoenix, uh, a cracking 2-0 win over Western United, mm. which saw some of the old boys come back into town, Rudan, Curto, Durante. Yeah, the, the faux rivalry was kind of out in force again, wasn't it? But yeah. it, was, it was a great win for the Phoenix. The first thing that kind of hit you was their, their charity strip. They were wearing mm. a one-off yeah, kit for, um, for the Mental Health Foundation. Good cause, but looks absolutely horrendous uh, <laughs> for me. But uh, a really well-deserved win for the Phoenix. They were 2-0, but they were much better value than that. They had a lot of chances, and they, they kind of ended the game in the last minute. But very important win. They're now fourth, technically joint second, although second has a, a game in hand. But they're looking really good. Fashion crimes aside, <laughs> the fact that uh, Rudan was coming back into town made things a bit spicy. Obviously received some booing, but I did like after the after the game, he said with a twinkle in his eye, it's always good to come back to Wellington. He, he liked it, didn't he? Oh, of course. And no, look, he's very fond of New Zealand and New Zealand football. So, you know, I, I wish him well, obviously. It's a bit of a faux rivalry, as we said. But I think the man who really stole the show for me was um, Liberato Kakache. He had a fantastic game, opened the scoring with a great finish. Yeah, it was. The guy is, is, Bad goalkeeper. Though, to be fair. Arguably bad goalkeeper. Yeah. Isn't it? I don't know. I still still think you've got to put it in the back of the net. And I think he's been so impressive this season. He's really risen. Um, and you know, I know the likes of Danny Hayes been really impressed with him this mm. season. And he's just growing. So and the fact that he's scored a couple of goals now augurs well. He's taking that left wing back role and, and really putting his own own stamp on it. Yeah, he has been playing well, but I feel like he's one of a, a number of players mm. that have really shone this season. They've, the Phoenix have got some really good players at the moment. Uh, Davia well, at the end when he scored that, and yeah. again, yeah, Davia yeah. for that uh, assist. I think Davia is maybe their best player at the moment. He's he's his touch is 
by far and away the, some of the best you'll see in the A-League. You can see that he's clearly a player with some natural talent. He's played kind of youth level for, for Mexico. Yeah, I think it was right. the under-20 World yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His first touch and his turn and his vision is just world-class. Like You can see that he's probably too good for the A-League. And let's not forget Stefan Marinovic with the first goalkeeper assist in five years in the A-League. Yeah, nothing like a long ball. <laughs> it was a spectacular punt in the wet and then the misjudged clearance <laughs> from the defender. Poetry in motion. Uh, at the other end of, of the field, another former player, Philip Curto, whilst he didn't cover himself in glory for Kakache's goal, had a mm. superb first half. They would have been well behind if it wasn't. Oh, there. look, last season he proved how good a goalkeeper he is. Uh, he, you know, he's one of the A-League's best for sure. Um, great shot stopper. Uh, it's a pity we lost him, but hey, to get Stefan Marinovic in the team, especially an all-whites goalkeeper, mm. is great as well. So as the table stands at the moment, fourth on the table, but really it's it's better than what, what it looks. Definitely, because mm. the, the gap at the top is tiny, apart from, um, I think it's Sydney who are top, who are, who are way ahead. And then if you look at the gap between sixth and seventh, there's an absolute cliff. So the Phoenix look really solid. It's about whether they can sneak into that second position, which will be very, very handy for them. And having that three-point buffer to fifth as well gives you a little bit of breathing space too. Absolutely. And I think the Phoenix this season, maybe perhaps it's a point of difference from last season, is they're able to grind out results. They're, they're a bit more clinical, I find, in games, and their game management has improved a lot. Um, there's still a long way to go in the season. There's still, you know, there's, I'm sure there's twists and turns left, but... I really feel like this season the Phoenix have, have gone up a level for sure. Mm. Fifth straight home win, this one, mm. and that just gives you such an advantage when you can basically bank on getting home victories. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a chicken and egg scenario for, for the people coming through the turnstiles as well because no one wants to go and see a losing team. And mm. as we know, they struggle traditionally to get people through the gate. But stringing these, these victories together at home, that will encourage people to get behind them, support them. And at the tail end of the season, that is absolutely critical. Mm. We've got to touch on a little bit of international football to, to finish with today. Martin Braithwaite, the signing that came out of nowhere, especially because the transfer deadline closed, but he went on a free yeah. to mm. Barcelona. No, not on a free. They, was, they, played, uh, they used his buyout clause. OK, so tell us who he is. You, you're the La Liga expert. <laughs> so basically, Spain is the only uh, league in the world that has this rule whereby if you have a player injured for more than six months, like Barcelona did with Ousmane Dembele, you're allowed an emergency signing at any time of the year. So, but obviously, you can't sign anyone from around the world. You have to sign someone who is either free, uh, free agent or within the Spanish league. So, there are a few names that were presented to Barcelona. Martin Braithwaite was one of those players. The most generic white man's name ever. <laughs> we were saying before, he sounds like an English plumber or he something does, like yeah. that. <laughs> but he's actually a Danish international with a Guyanese father. Um, and he's been playing for Leganes, which is a relegation battling uh, side from Madrid in La Liga's top. So but he's screwed them over. Yeah. 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 Basically, well, that's, that, was, that was the whole uh, controversy that's come out of this because, of course, they can't sign anyone. They've lost their star striker, and they're in a relegation battle, and it's like, well, too bad. You've got 20 million euros, but you can't sign anyone. Classic Barcelona tactics, but yeah. he played, he spent time in the championship. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that's probably been the making of him, to be quite fair. <laughs> Battle-hardened, yeah. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's a bit of a journeyman. It's quite surprising that he's at Barcelona, but he kind of had a good debut over the weekend. But he did. A good debut, but it came off the back of <laughs> what was possibly one of the worst unveilings. You get these unveilings where players sign for the big clubs, usually the big names, the Ronaldos, the Azards, yeah. and all the fans come into the stadium yeah. and they say, right, show us what you got, do a few tricks, yeah. keep the uppies, get the fans <laughs> excited. He absolutely messed it up, didn't he? Yeah. Like, uh, it's not one of the worst. I've certainly seen far worse presentations in Spain, but... 
that's up there. And I think there were there were a lot of jibes, particularly from uh, Madrid fans, saying, oh, God, you've signed a lemon, basically. But, look, he came out on the weekend um, for Barcelona, and he was he played a hand in two goals. Messi scored four, just by the way, uh, against Abar a 5-0 win. But he was very impressive, particularly he's been a liken to Henrik Larsson, who had a, a short stint at Barcelona. And, and I think the Scandinavian sort of link there... Um, has, has encouraged this sort of comparison with Larson. So we'll see how he goes he coming off the bench. He could be a new cult hero. He could be a new could cult be. hero, absolutely. Although, to be fair to him, I remember Gareth Bale, when he got unveiled at Real Madrid, he wasn't great. No. And it's hard to do keepy-uppies mm. when there's pressure on. It's not I, like I mentioned a full stadium. It's just like, if you, if you drop that ball, you're, yeah. you're toast. Yeah. It's and pretty you've high got to, You've got to do a trick. Yeah. If you're not Ronaldinho, yeah. good luck to yeah. you. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> OK, that is going to be us for this week. If you don't already, why not subscribe to the podcast? Just have to search TVNZ Football Club in all the usual podcast places. And you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or check out the One News website. Bye for now.